and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Doctor, Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showens. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. Welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. And Dr. Hugh, what's got you geeked? Oh no, Paul, I think I've forgotten how to geek pod. <laughs> you used that joke last time, did a I? year ago. Yeah, when we yeah. Did yeah, and when did that episode go out? Uh, I think that's coming out in February, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, a year and a month. I hope it's aged well. Actually, I should wait until March, right? So it's like exactly <laughs> a year from it. Well, I thought it was January. Well, I do, I, I do have something that has me geeked, Paul, uh, beyond actually being back here in front of the microphone. Uh, this has me geeked, but also a little sad because it's over. Have you ever heard of Project Stream? No. Okay. Um, this is something that Google started uh, back in October, I believe. And Project Stream was a beta test. Um, they, are, they wanted to gather information on game streaming. And basically what it was, I, we don't know if they're trying to create their own game streaming service, but the idea is, I want to play a brand new AAA title. My computer won't run that because it's too old. I can log into Project Stream, and their computers actually run it at full speed, full detail and everything, but it streams to my screen with this, this so little latency that I can use a gamepad and play it, just like I would if it was on my PlayStation 4. There are a couple places that have tried that in the past. There's a few companies that tried it and failed. And there's a few companies working on it right now. NVIDIA is doing a, uh, a beta test as well, which I'm trying to get into. But I applied for the uh, Google Project Stream beta, and I got in. And what they did is they basically gave us... Uh, you've heard of the Assassin's Creed um, series of games, right? Yes. Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, came out, I believe, in October. Brand new game, AAA title, and I got to play it for free. Nice. Until January 15th. So, just, just a few days ago. Yes. Okay. So it, it just ended. And, uh, I mean, I played through this entire game. I put 114 hours into it. Um, they actually announced in December that anybody who put at least an hour into it, they're giving you a free digital copy of the game through Ubisoft's um, uh, storefront uh, called Uplay. Uh, that's going to happen within the next few weeks. So I don't think it's going to run on my computer, but maybe someday I'll be able to, to play it if I ever upgrade. Uh, but I thought, first of all, amazing technology. Uh, in fact, I would say, except for occasional slowdowns, which didn't stop me from playing, you know, things would just like you know pixelate for a little bit and then it would clear up and that could have been on my end as well um this looks better than remote streaming from my playstation 4 which is on the same network in my house wow yeah it, it was it was beautiful um the game itself amazing i can't recommend it more i know some assassin's creed purists were angry that it went in more of an rpg direction but i think it's much more accessible it's kind of an open world game think red dead redemption in um ancient greece with um, lots of historical references and locations, and you actually you end up learning a lot. Outstanding. Um, yeah, but it was a fantastic game. Uh, I played through the entire thing. I even beat the higher level content that I assumed I wouldn't be able to because I'm kind of a, I mean, I'm a gamer, but I'm 
42, so I'm not as good as these 13-year-olds. <laughs> but once I, I got up there, I was actually able to beat the arena and find all the cultists and do all the, these high-level things and game stuff. Uh, so it was fantastic. Uh, I'm sad that the services or the beta has ended because I had a great time. And uh, the only, uh, I guess, uh, upside is that it introduced me to the Insa Assassin's Creed series. I'd had an experience with it years ago. I tried playing the first one, which I also went back and tried again. And uh, the control scheme is just weird. Like, one, the right button controls your right arm. The left button controls your left arm. The bottom button is your feet. I, I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, uh, that's weird. Yeah, it, it is weird. Um, but... The previous game in the series, Assassin's Creed Origins, which uh, took place in Egypt, is actually, this new game is built on that engine. In fact, they used uh, a lot of the same assets, and they turned it around in yet less than a year. Oh, nice. A lot of people were concerned that, oh, well, they're just kind of copying that, but it actually works, because they found a great formula in Origins, and they refined it for uh, Odyssey. So I'm going back now and playing Origins, and it, it, that I have on my PlayStation 4, and I'm having a great time with that as well. Awesome. So that's what I'm geeked about. Which is kind of funny, because I'm also going to be discussing a video game that I'm geeked about, because I've actually dusted off the PS4 and started playing video games again. Wow. <clears throat> Tell me about it. I can't wait to hear this. I am geeked about Spider-Man. Okay. I've wanted to talk to somebody who played that. I am loving this game. Um, very immersive. Very fun. I haven't gotten real far into it yet, because I still game like me, which is like <laughs> once every six months. Uh, which is twice as much as I podcast, at least. Yes, that's but, true. Um, so, I mean, the controls are kind of... They take a little of getting used to. And, again, like, I am a 41-year-old, quasi, very, very casual gamer. Like, if there's another word below casual, that would be me. Um, noob. Yeah, noob gamer. That, that's probably... But noob, but, not nude. That's none of your business. Um... But, I mean, it, it took a little while to figure out, you know, web-slinging and stuff while I was smashing myself into walls and plummeting to the street, which doesn't kill you, just so you know. you can. I was going to say, I, I think I've seen you do that in real life. Yeah, just without webs. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's really cool. It, it's frustratingly hard, even on, like, a, a general, like, baseline setting. I, I didn't really? go easy because I didn't want to be that guy. I went with the normal setting. And, um, you shouldn't bite off more than you can chew, Paul. I know, you it's know too much. Limits. I should have went easy on it. Or I should just have the, the girls come down and show me how to play it. Um, but uh, I love the fact that you can get like a bunch of different Spidey costumes. Not that I've gotten that far. But I am I'm finally unlocked the one that's on the cover of the game with the big white spider, which is what they call the advanced suit. Yeah. A um, lot more coming. Like There's everything in there. Your, your Scarlet Spider costume's in there. Um, I'm trying to think. 2099, both versions of that are in there. You know, that's actually not a new thing um, in past Spider-Man games, mm. going all the way back to, I want to say, PlayStation 2. Um, uh, Treyarch had a series of open-world Spider-Man games, which I think that your game you're talking about definitely draws from spiritually. Uh, they were um, big open worlds. Even after the game was done, you could swing around stopping crime, and you know, right. same idea. And unlockable costumes go all the way back then. Yeah, to that yeah, I know, I know. I was back then. I definitely couldn't. I think I I had Spider-Man Two, which was okay. the one that everyone heralds is like the the greatest one of them, and blah 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 blah. But yeah. then they did like Edge of reason or whatever right uh, yeah those were a little different they also had well you actually got to play as um 
um, different Spider-Men. There, there were a, there were a series of very narrative-driven games, but you would get to play as all these alternate Spider-Men. Right. I, the first, I didn't play the second one. I played the first one. I mean, it was really good, uh, but it wasn't open world. No, that was a like a lin- linear story. Yes. Yeah. But since we're on the the topic of Spider-Man and me being geeked about Spider-Man, um, have uh, have you had a chance to check out Into the Spider-Verse? I have not, and I will tell you that. Well, I, I know that you loved it from your Facebook post. Um, something stuck in my head when we first saw that trailer because I was, you know, oh, hey, I hear they're making this. Um, one of my kids, my kids love these movies. Uh, I think it was Ella. Um, goes, that looks stupid. I hate the way it looks. And you know, it just kind of stuck in my head. And every time I see anything about it, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I, I part of me agrees with them. I, maybe I think that they should have marketed it differently because if you are not a Spider-Man fan who is familiar with any of this, it looks like what the fuck did they do to Spider-Man? <laughs> I mean, it's really confusing. And I didn't get a, a feel for, hey, this is a story that I, I have to see from the trailers I saw. I'll agree with that. Because with the with all the, the trailers and everything, I was just meh. But the moment Kylie, my youngest, um, said she wanted to go see it, that had me. Because you, you know as well as I do, Kylie is not one of us. Yeah. She doesn't get into comic books superheroes any of that stuff she is the not we yes she is the they <laughs> okay i didn't do that on Thanks, purpose, by the way <laughs> anyway uh that may never make sense to anybody else <laughs> <laughs> um but she's gotten into spider gwen through okay. the disney cartoon that was just out the yeah. marvel rising Okay. And so when she saw that she was in the movie, she actually wanted to go see a superhero movie. So I was like, well, fuck yeah, we're going. And as we're watching it, like, I got more and more into it. I'm like, this is a really cool story. Like, the way they go about it's pretty fucking awesome. And um, I got uh, super emotional the first time we went and saw it. Um, I chose a really bad day to go see it. We uh, It was the anniversary of Madison's diagnosis. Oh. So, as things are happening in the movie, and I'm bawling, and the two kids are looking at me like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> yeah. And then they did the uh, the Stanley Memorial at the end of it. Okay. So, naturally, I'm weeping like a little girl with a skinned knee in the theater. And again, the girls are like, dude, really? But, really cool after credit scene. All right. Um, you can find out what that is if you go online. I don't want to spoil it. It's been out well, over a month. Yeah, it has. So it's it's is it spoil worthy at this point? I think you can spoil it. Okay, Spidey it's not like I, this will go out this year. So well, yeah, no, I mean we got a totally another year, and the sequel have been out by then, which uh, send, we're, we'll just get ahead of that, and I'll say the sequel is really good too. You should go see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the uh, the the post credit scene brings in another Spider Man, and it's uh twenty ninety nine. Nice, voiced by. Uh, Oscar Isaac, Isaac Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaacs. He thank was, you. He played uh, Apocalypse in uh, X Men, the last uh, big X Men movie. X Men Apocalypse. The Apocalypse, yeah. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> sure. yeah, I already said it. You know, I should have made the connection. And he's also Poe Dameron. Oh, I didn't realize. You know what? Yep. I didn't realize that was him. Yep, that's right. him. Same guy. That's why I had such a hard time with Apocalypse because I'm like, why is Poe bald? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he's not being all quippy and funny. What the hell? <clears throat> But, um, so they bring him in, and then you find out that he's got a device to travel time and dimensions, and he says, I'm going back to the beginning. 
and he jumps into the 1967 Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> and it's the whole scene where they do the two Spider-Man pointing at each other. It's a meme now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just the two of them arguing, because he jumps in as Spidey 2099 in that animation style <laughs> so there's they're pointing at each other arguing about how pointing's rude <laughs> like what well, you pointed first that's it's actually really funny you can find it on youtube it's really poor quality but it's there yeah not the whole movie i've looked for that too but I'm just saying anyway um you, you know what concerned me and maybe you can uh, assuage my fears is um I was concerned about how they bring all of those characters together because the the linchpin of that idea of all these Spider-Men from different universes is uh, Miles Morales, okay? Mm -hmm. And he has his own story that went on for years before he was ever folded into the Marvel Universe. And I was kind of like thinking, they're just going to have a universe where Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and then Miles Morales gets powers and he becomes another Spider-Man. And it's completely going to gloss over his story. I mean, where he is now in the Marvel Universe, he earned that for what he did in his dimension first. And uh, that was something that concerned me. When they first announced it, I thought he was getting his own movie completely right that's what i thought it was supposed to and be i was first. i was on board with that when i saw what it was i was kind of like you know what i feel like they're going to gloss over everything he achieved and i mean he he earned the respect of mary jane and aunt may in that universe and they were still grieving over the loss of their peter parker and he'd earned their respect on the nose on the nose they they did gloss over it yes and no because basically everything you just said still happens okay uh, spoilers, like, the main universe is Spider-Man dies in the first ten minutes of this movie. Really? Yes, but not like it happened in the comics. Uh, so is is this the 16, 616 universe, or is it Miles' universe? They really don't say. It's just all these other Spider-Men come to this specific universe, and okay. they say there's a, a ton of universes out there, so the, the 616 may still be out there in okay. regular Peter. Because, sorry, <clears throat> um... They're working on a dimensional device, and that's what that prompts this whole story. Like okay. that's, and they trigger the device like at the same time as Miles gets his powers, ish. I guess. I guess there was one test first, and um, they they definitely focus in on the spider that bites Miles, and you see it glitch, which is what you see happen with all the other spider people from the other universes. And, and they're definitely referencing Alchemax. Okay. So, there's a lot of mixing. And by the way, in this universe, Alchemax is run by Wilson Fisk. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. He's like the big bad of the movie. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I mean, it's very well done. And that's, that's what I was beating around the bush about. Like, that's the first thing that got me is when uh. Spider-Man gets killed, I lose it. I lost it. And they don't, it's not graphic, it's obviously for a kid's movie, they don't show you. All they show is, Peter's trapped under a bunch of rubble and everything already, because they, they just triggered this dimensional device, and I mean, it's tearing shit Oh, up. so he doesn't even get to, uh, to because that, that universe is Peter Parker, I mean, this is all from the Ultimate Spider-Man series. Um, it sounds like they also didn't earn that death, because that was emotional, and that was over 200 issues, I think? Right, yeah. I mean, that was, I read, I read that entire run. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it was it was sad when it happened, but they'd earned it. They don't on screen earn it, but they go through and say that, you know, P Peter's been doing this for 10 years, blah, blah, blah. He's been the Spider-Man. They go this whole recap. Okay. And the way they do the recaps are amazing in this. 
It's like, because it, it's from each character's point of view. Yeah. They're like, okay, let's do this one more time. And then they tell their story. And as Peter's telling his story at the beginning of all this, he's saying he's the one and only Spider-Man. He's been doing this for 10 years. He's 26 years old. And he's recapping like a bunch of the stuff he's did. And they're showing scenes as they do it. And they're doing nods to the different um, old movies. Like they do the upside down kiss. They show that. They show him saving the train. Um, they show him doing the dance number down the street with the with the air guns. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> and um, oh, in the scene from I think Spider Man Three, where they're sitting having dinner, and the car comes crashing through. Yep. Yep. They show that too. Um. So I mean, they they catch you up that he's been doing this for a while, and it is emotional when. Peter gets killed, but it's totally different from the uh, the way it happened in the book. Okay. Um, but, I mean, they make you feel for him with Miles because Miles meets him, like, right after the spider bite. Miles is trapped in this this area where the, the thing is. And Peter comes up to him, he saves him because Miles is about to fall. Hasn't learned anything about his powers yet, really. And um, Peter comes up to him and you see both of their spider sense go off. And Peter goes, you're like me. And he was like, okay, stay put. You know, he goes, I- I'm going to teach you the ropes. You know, you know, find me after this is over. I've got to go finish this, blah, 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 blah. And that's when he dies. And he dies after, yeah, he, he, he gets trapped after the thing explodes. Miles goes down to him. And he's like, oh, my God, are you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, need to catch my breath. Oh, hurts when I breathe. That's not a good sign. And then he hands him the, the key to be able to destroy the thing and he tells him he goes i need you to finish this for me he goes i just need a minute go i'll catch up with you and mm-hmm. as miles leaves that's when kingpin comes down they're talking and peter basically says something that really pisses him off and you just see fisk swing his arms up and it cuts away and then gotcha. they're talking about get rid of the body and all that and they do this whole big emotional thing yeah i just i just pimp slapped him like um <clears throat> and, and they make you feel it Okay. But it's definitely not the, like you said, you, you haven't followed this character for years, and then it happens. So, and then shortly after that is when all the other spider folks are coming. That's in. probably, this entire segment is probably really confusing for people that don't know anything about Spider-Man. Well, that's their fault. They're listening to the wrong show, then. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to be confused about Spider-Man, go listen to Resurrections. Oh. I'm trying to get Al some more followers. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, buddy. Cross-promotion. That's what I do once a year. <laughs> I thought that was cross-pollinating. I mean, that's not something we talk about. I am just going to point out that since we recorded last down here, I removed the Alexa device. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, from here. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and that'll make sense to you guys in a few episodes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, but hey, since we're on the topic of Spider-Man... Yes. Read anything good lately? I, you know, I have, and um, the the one of the most recent issues I read, and I don't think it was this week, it was the week, was it this week or the last week? Last week. Last week. Um, it was a brand new comic, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number one, and the idea of this, and of course, this is about the tenth time Marvel has done this, by the way. Um, they want to have a Spider-Man comic that's less focused on the big picture and running around and other heroes and just focused on him in New York. Uh, I feel like we've been through this before yeah, quite a didn't few times. They just do that, like right after the whole "I'm Spider-Man, I'm a billionaire," and then it was uh, yeah, 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 okay. 
Um, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There are starting to become an awful lot of spider books, which makes me worry because Marvel has a habit of, you know, bloating certain characters and then finding that it's unsustainable. Anyway, um, if you've been reading Spider-Man or if you don't know, yes, at one point he, he became very rich. You know, he finally put his brains to work, uh, was running a corporation. That all got ruined. And now he be, he's basically a pariah. Uh, well, Peter Parker is, you know, Spider-Man is still where he's always been. Um, at the end of this issue, though, it was a great issue. It was fun. It was funny. Uh, at the end of the issue, there is uh, an epilogue. And basically, it's a letter that Aunt May has written to um, Peter. And it, the end of it is that she didn't tell him she was going to the doctors because she found a lump. And we all know what that is. Yes. Now, while I have no problem with um, comics exploring these kinds of themes, um, yeah, I have a problem with them doing this to Spider-Man. I mean, there's a couple things. First of all, if they want to kill Aunt May, kill her and have her remain dead. But we've gone through that. We did it, um, you know, before a brand new day, you know, and then she was going to die. He made the deal with Mephisto to keep her alive. First of all, either A, kill her, or B, just have her be a background character, have her come out sometimes. You know, Aunt May should be eternal. Okay? I, I don't like this back and forth. We already did this a few years ago, and it, it just bothers me a lot. Okay? The second thing is, and, and if you notice, other superheroes... They have issues, but they come back because, you know, they're, they want to get revenge or they, they have to do the right thing or they have their whole fucking, you know, Rocky vignette or whatever. <laughs> um, Spider-Man's always been different, okay? Bad shit happens to him all the time. He, he bounces back. The old Parker luck. Yeah, That's what yeah, they, yeah. they literally used yeah. to refer to that all the time. Yeah, and he comes back uh, because it's the right thing to do. He never thinks of himself. He always thinks of everyone else first, um, no matter what. And I think that that's one of the reasons uh, Spider-Man is such a popular character. And people probably don't even realize it, but he's definitely different. Even if you look at the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe right now, um, a lot of those heroes, bad shit happens to them, but they have a different... It's a, a, a personal driving force that they have to you know come back and, and change things. Um, you never really see that with Spider-Man. Right. He, he's probably the only truly selfless superhero that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, who isn't like, you know, like Omega level power? Like Superman, of course, he, he's, you know, power is off the charts. Um, so it, it's always sad when they, you know, they, they've taken a lot away from him uh, and, and he still perseveres and pushes forward. Um, that's a big, big blow if that's where they're going to go. Mm hmm. And I feel like Spider-Man has suffered enough, at least in that area. I mean, we're now having some of the events of Brand New Day undone. He has uh, Mary Jane back in his life. I don't think there's anything... I think you can tell good Spider-Man stories while having him be in an okay place. And to prove that, I point to um, the uh, the others, the Spider-Man comic, which shows... I forget what it's called now. Um, the one with him and MJ married. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about, where they have the kid. Yes. And... Um uh, renew your vows. Yes. Um, there's there's a comic. I think it, it actually might have ended, but they're they're going to bring them back in another form. What they did is originally um, Spider-Man and uh, Mary Jane Watson were married, and then that whole thing with Brand New Day happened, and uh, Mephisto basically wiped out their marriage. Well, they did this kind of alternate timeline book, which uh, basically was uh, if Peter and Mary Jane had stayed married, he continued being Spider-Man. They had a daughter. Uh, she, of course, inherited his abilities, and you can see it. They're not rich. They struggle with money and all that kind of stuff, you know, but they're a family and they're happy. And at first it, hit, it resonated with fans, and I kind of feel like the, you can tell interesting stories in that direction with that character. Um, maybe it's time for Peter Parker to grow up. It's only been 60 years, 50 years, I don't know. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, I'm kind of I, I don't like the idea of them going down this road with uh, Ame again. I, I think that that should kind of be off limits for another fifty years. No, another look at it. Like you said, Peter and Mary Jane are all of a sudden getting back together and undoing the deal. Yeah. So the deal is becoming undone, hence Aunt May dying. Yeah, except, you know, that's kind of unfair because they don't even know they're undoing it. Mephisto should right. have done a better job. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, it happened organically. They just reconnected. And, I mean, when you make a deal with the devil, um, I think you have to you have to consciously break it to break it. I mean, I... D- Agreed. Yeah, that's a but little weird. I just I, I know that that was the first thing that I saw. I was like, okay, well, they're back together. All of a sudden, this shit's happening with Aunt May. Like, is this how they're they're gonna frame that? And that that's that's a little weird if they do, like you're saying. Yeah. Again, like you said, because it's not like they're saying, "Well, fuck Mephisto, let's do this." You know, I need some of that redheaded poon. You know. Yeah, I mean, they I, they don't even I don't even know, I don't think think that they know. I mean, there's the possibility that Mary Jane knows. It was always that. One thing that uh, she said to Mephisto that we still the whisper, yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, Peter definitely doesn't. I don't think he knows that he did that. Nice. Yeah, he. I mean, it. It, it was just uh, everything was undone, and nobody knew that it had ever existed. You know, they actually went over their history a while back, and they were together, and then things didn't work out because she was stressed about him being out, being Spider Man all the time, uh, and they broke up. And didn't she like? move across the country at that point? She like, did. Was she, she in California she, for a while? Yeah, she was yeah. an actress and all that stuff. Working for Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. eventually that, that happened as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little sad that they're going to go down this road. Uh, but I suppose there does have to be ramifications, you know, with Mephisto. But that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. I just wonder if that's where they're going to go with it. Or if I just have this really fucked up thought process. You know, I would I would almost believe they go with it... Uh, this would be where they were going with it if Dan Slott was still writing it, because that would be the kind of thing he would do. I don't know um, the new writer. I forget what his name is. Tom Taylor, isn't it? I, 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 I could be what wrong. His name is. Um, I don't. I mean, this new run has been good, but it hasn't. Uh, I don't really have a feel for it yet. But we're still relatively new. I mean, they're only five, six issues, seven issues, maybe in. Right. Yeah, I'm not following the main one. I don't know for whatever reason. I was like, oh, let's check out Friendly Neighborhood. Well, you always got to check out new number ones. I mean, that's, you know, what they do that for, yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the next new number one of Moon Knight since they, you know, stop that once again. Yeah, well, you kind of got to expect that. Yeah. They're going to keep doing that with all these characters. But, anywho. Moving on from comics, though. That was a lot of comics talk. I think we earned our, well, I earned my comics cred this week. I don't know about you. <laughs> hey, I brought up the good point about Mephisto. <laughs> you did. Mephisto. Mephisto. See, Mephisto? Fisto. I think of like the He-Man guy with a giant metal. See, when you say Fisto, I think of that uh, that weapon you can find in Fallout, which has a, a very, very um, explicit description, because it's used for exactly what you think it's supposed to be used for. Holy fuck. Yeah. Jesus they they dance around it, but you read the description, and you're like, oh. <laughs> That's not nice. It's just, no. No, no it's not. Sorry, proceed. Now that we're done talking about fisting video game characters. <laughs> so what else do we have on tap for today? Oh, tap. <laughs> interesting, <laughs> See what I did there? Interesting way of going about that. It's almost like that was on purpose. I <laughs> love that. Hey, Hugh, what are you doing next Saturday? Uh, you know, I was thinking I would stay in. I have some knitting I have to finish. I also have a really dry skin on my feet, and I really need to moisturize them and stay off my feet for a day or two. <laughs> well, you're picking the wrong day for that, aren't you? Oh, damn it. Um, so... I, I was thinking we might go hang out at the F-Shed. 
Yeah. Maybe drink a little bit of beer. It depends on what the F stands for, because if I drink too much beer and it stands for what I think it does, I don't think I want to be there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, this has been all over our Facebook, because I've actually been <laughs> doing a decent job of promoting this one. Um, Here's your cookie. Yeah, thanks. Goes right along with my diabetes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, January 26th, we actually um, are going to be... That's not a good sound. Um, media at the Syracuse Man Show and Brewfest. Awesome. I was excited about that. I had looked at it. I had seen the price of tickets and been like, Yeah, that, I, can't I was like, I can't, yeah, I can't justify that. But for those of you who do want to go to this and have the monetary means to afford those tickets, yes, prices $50 general admission, but you can get $10 off if you pre order them through the website, which is SyracuseManshow.com. Nice. You also, on the website, pre-sale only, you can get your VIP tickets. What does a VIP ticket entail, Paul? That entails me clicking on this to read the rest of it. Um, uh, It's an extra hour. You get it at 5 o'clock instead of 6 o'clock on the 26th. I said that, right? Yeah. I'm really good at doing ad copy. Wait, I thought it was the 28th. 26th. I'm trying to confuse you on purpose. That's not working. I mean, because I'm reading it. (laughs) Damn. Um, So you get early admission for VIPs only. Uh, there's two specialty beer releases that are only going to be available during VIP hour. They announced one of them. It's a blueberry. I saw that. I think that's yeah. the one I shared, right? Yes. Okay. Um, there's exclusive giveaways like uh, from brands like Yeti, Stanley Tools, Heaven Wooden Watches, Grill Kits from Cuisinart, uh, Man Cave Items, Gift Cards, and more. And you have to be on site to win. Okay. Um, there's going to be a Man Show branded sampling glass, five ounce glass, a special right. one. Um, a Man Show branded can koozie, uh, bottle opener, VIP lanyard, and once you show up with your VIP admission, you'll be adorned with a snacking necklace complete with, get this, sourdough pretzels, pepperoni, and cheese sticks. Wow, I've always wanted a snacking necklace. Finally, jewelry that I can get behind. Right. Um, now, again, it says the gift package includes the lanyard, sampling glass, koozie, bottle opener. And you get the tickets at the show, at the door. That's $75 for that. Um, then general admission is 6 to 11. How many uh, different breweries are going to be there, Paul? Um, I believe... Let me get to the other page. A lot? How about that? Preparation. I thought they said there was over 40. Okay. Well, you know, I know the Founders is going to be there, which is yes. my uh, my favorite brewery. Um, um, I also noticed something interesting on my way here today. Snow? Not snow. Oh. They have these big signs up. The, the billboards. The, the digital, digital one? billboards, yes. yes. Now, when I got on to 81 at a Midler, it said 70 bre- Man-, Man Show Beer Fest, 70 breweries. Ooh. By the time I got, or not 70, it said 70 beers on tap. Okay. By the time I'd gotten to Teal, it said 90 beers on tap. Yeah, so one so of them's outdated. <laughs> between those two exits, they add 20 beers to their tap. I thought well, that was Well, keep driving and see if we have more. <laughs> uh, we can list off a bunch of the breweries that are going to be there since I have the list in front of me now. Go for like. it. <clears throat> and you don't have to tell me about because you're the you're the, the beer smarts guy on this okay. one. Uh, the Doctor of Brew. Let's go with that. Doctor Brew. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I didn't even get the whole, like, wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we have 21st Amendment Brewery. You're going to have to tell me if you know any of these ones. Um, 1911 is yeah, going to be there. of course. Yeah. 
Anderson Valley. Artisanal Brew Works, and I'm pretty sure they're using your picture for their... Oh, yeah, that is me. It's a guy with glasses and a giant beard. Barrier Brewing Company. Bear Republic Brewing, and it's bear, not like naked bear. It's like, grrr. Breckenridge Brewery. Heard of them. Cigar City Brewing. Nope. Out of Florida. (laughs) Clown Shoes Beer. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Collective Arts Art and Brewing, Common Roots Brewing, Cortland Beer Company, Crits Farms Brewing and Cider, Dogfish Head, mm-hmm. Elysian, mm-hmm. Elysian. I I, I b- believe it would be Elysian, okay. I don't, but I don't know. Um, your boys Founders is going to be there. Mm, I love Founders. Galaxy Brewing, which I've heard good things about. CBH, GBH, sorry, GBH, not C. Glutenberg, Microbrew. Are you actually going to list all of them off? Um, well, I don't know what's good, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Know. I wasn't sure. I, I'm not going to say anything bad because we're promoing for the show. Right. Um, but uh, I, I will say, I did notice, I was hoping there'd be a few more local breweries on there. I was hoping to see Willow Rock. Uh, I was hoping to see uh, the one out in, um, oh, crap, the one that Josh knows. Oh, yeah, the one out in Weedsport. Yeah. I don't know what they're um, naming I mean, these these are some of these are really good brands. Um, I, I was kind of surprised they they doesn't feel like they really tapped our local market. They did grab out the cider places, you know, Critics mm-hmm. in nineteen eleven. Um, you know, just a note for next year. I mean, I think that would be really great because I've not been able to get Lunkenheimer. That's what it is. Um, yes. I've not been able to get to Lunkenheimer or Will Rock or I mean, we have a bunch of breweries here in um, um, Central New York, and I think that it would be great to bring them together as well. Yeah, that would make sense. I would think. But I mean, maybe that's a different show. Maybe, maybe that's is. a show we put on. Ooh, the Geek Pad <laughs> Brewfest. Yeah, hey, yeah, we we don't have the money for that. You know, we barely have the money to turn the lights on. <laughs> hint, hint, guys, Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have the time to set up a Patreon. <laughs> but I am excited. Uh, it, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to. Uh, we can't. We're not recording from the show. Maybe. I mean, we're going to bring along our, our portable, but we're talking about maybe recording immediately after uh, while it's still going on. Because I don't think we're going to be there from five to eleven. No. Uh, but we may be able to put something out Saturday night talking about the show. Uh, we're very thankful that they uh, uh, invited us along, and uh, I'm excited to see what they have. And I'll tell you what, they were no joke when I, I I reached out to them. Like they they took us very seriously. They wanted you know downloads our our um demographic all this and, wow. and i was completely honest with the lady and i'm still surprised that they said yes but <clears throat> i mean these guys are really cool and they they said our legit media credentials will be at the ticket booth waiting for us when we get nice there. yeah so and, and that's why no one else from the the geekpad crew is going because they only wanted a couple of guys yeah, well, that's a, that's understandable. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and that's totally not a knock on them. That's that's understandable. Like, I mean, you, you got a couple of jackoffs asking to come to your show, which is a, a high ticket item. We're not yeah. going to lie. This is this is a big deal, a big show. Yeah, that's that's why the, the tickets are priced the way. Yeah, and there's so much going on in there. Did you get, did you look at any of that? I, I did. They uh, they have all sorts of like bar games, like like your your cornholes and your. I cannot ever get past the name of that sh- that game. I, how did that become that? I have no idea. I mean, I want to know how the game got named that, or the other um, thing. Uh, yeah, the the phrase or, or whatever. And and I just I, it's like, hey, I'm going to come up with a name. I'm going to have a game. Well, what are you going to name it? I don't know. 
I was thinking about anal sex. What do you think? I mean, I just... I, <laughs> well, is it anal sex? No, we're throwing bean bags. Into a hole. Yeah. yeah. I just... I don't know. And you know what's funny? The first time I ever saw that game and uh, saw it referenced that way was on a post from a friend who had moved down to Florida, who had become part of a church, and that was at a church function. <laughs> I'm like, they're playing a game called Cornhole? What? <laughs> yeah, it was it was strange. That's awesome. Um, what, uh, what I saw, and this is where we may need to use our, our video um, capabilities on our, on our devices, is that they're going to have championship arm wrestling. <laughs> um, so do, do we want to see if we can throw our, our, our hats into the ring and, and end up in the ER with a busted arms? or? Oh, that's a great idea, considering <laughs> I have no insurance. <laughs> so what we're saying is I'm the one that would be jumping into the arm wrestling. You know, I would probably do it anyway, just as a lark. Yeah, well, we'll see. We may Facebook Live from this. No, we I, won't. Who are we kidding? Well, I think that's actually <clears> a good idea. I think we should Facebook Live from it. Paul's like, oh, crap, we didn't talk about this. No, no, I considered that. I was thinking about this. Yeah, I really think we should. Um, it also depends on what kind of signal we can get in there, too, because as I understand, this is like one giant tin can. Okay. Um, I've never been in the F-Shed. I, I guess there have been cons and stuff in there before, you know, little paltry ones. But, uh, sorry. <laughs> Was that a little mean? A little vindictive? Because uh. uh, fuck those guys, that's why. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, welcome to GeekPod Reloaded. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. We didn't even touch upon that. That I, I kind of rebranded us, like at least in the cover picture. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, that that's great. What does that even mean? Nothing. <laughs> we do everything exactly the same. You could have called us Geekpod Nine Non-Binary, and it would have meant about the same. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah, that, that's probably where it's gonna stay. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it sounds like this is gonna be a really cool event. Um, we have some friends, not of the show, that are gonna be popping in. I just say that just in case they end up getting referenced on the the post episode or anything okay. like that. Um, I'm wondering, do do we need to dress the part, or are you thinking just your geek pod t shirt to prove who we are? Dress the part of what? Like being media. Like do we do we need like, you know, fedora with the press thing in the side of the hat? Oh, that would be so awesome. But no, we definitely need geek pod t shirts. <laughs> right. Until I mean, this is a man show thing. Come on. Right. If it's not snowing, I'm probably gonna wear my shorts. Jorts or shorts? Jorts. Okay. Those, those are shorts. Those are just, those are shorts. That's all that exists. That's it. That's it. So, I was actually adulting last weekend, and I went through my closet, and I was organizing and getting rid of stuff, getting rid of stuff that doesn't fit anymore, because I've once again started dropping weight because they put me on a new medication that you know does that for me. Not that I've gone to the gym or anything, but, and um, I, I realized I'm down to one pair of jean shorts. Like, all the rest are, like, canvas shorts and shit. I'm like, what happened to me? I'm so I need disappointed more. in you. Well, I mean, the comment was made that, you know, we need to get me new jean shorts, so it's going to happen. Who made that comment? Um, the rest of the family. Oh, okay. Like, they're on board I'm that. glad they're supporting you. Yeah. And not saying no man should ever wear jean shorts. Right. Like, I, I still don't get the backlash. I know we, we addressed this last time. Yes. Which is a few times from now for anyone listening. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that we're referencing something ancient, but it's going to be all new to them. <laughs> anyway, so this is what we do. We're, we're back to just tangents. Yes, we I are. love it. Do you think we should move on with the show, Paul? We probably should. Do you think we've efficiently covered our appearance? I think so, yeah. Okay. And uh, hopefully we'll sufficiently cover it after we've been there. We will. 
Because, I mean, this is too soon for me to get burnt out and just disappear again. Yeah, We're really. still on top. I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks, so, so far we're good. We've got we've got at least two episodes in us this time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, If you do that again, I, I might actually literally slap you. Well, there's that, and you've already told me that, like, if, you're keeping me honest on this one. Like, if this doesn't stay, this is it. We're done. Yeah. So, literally, like, the existence of GeekPod is on me staying off of my ass at this point. <laughs> So, and I'm sure you weren't planning on throwing that out there on that. I, I wasn't. I'm glad that it appears that you weren't upset that I said that. No, no, it, it didn't bother me. And I was stone sober. If I was if I was uh, uh, drunk, I probably would have even taken it even better. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, let's move on. Because again, we're, we're doing like radio speak now. Okay. So. Uh, well, do you think it's time for the news, Paul? Well, shit, yeah, we're 40 minutes into the show. I actually have news. So uh, it's been a while since I've done this. I hope I remember how to do this. Uh, but let's go right into it. First up, there can be only five films, three TV shows, a video game, eight audio dramas, ten books, an opera, and now a reboot. Do you guys remember the Highlander series? I love the Highlander series. In fact, I'm currently doing a rewatch of the entire TV series and movie series in order. Now, you may not know this, but for years they've been talking about bringing it back, doing a reboot. Uh, but now it's starting to gain traction. Chad Stahelski. Stahelski. I. You just had... A seizure? A stroke, yeah. didn't you? No, Chad Stahelski. Uh, he's the director of the John Wick franchise, which you know, okay. John Wick 3 just came out. He's a big deal. Um, he's been attached to this for a while, and the reason nothing's happened is because he's been working on John Wick 3. But he's like, no, this is the next thing I want to do. Now, they, they are working on a script. They kind of have something that works. But he finally revealed this week why it's been taking so long, and the reason is that there's so much material. And he pointed out, they did the first Highlander movie. They said they can be only, well, there can be only one. He killed Kurgan at the end of the movie. There was only one until the sequel, and they had to come up with a reason why there were more immortals. Same thing happens. The third one comes out. They have to come up with a reason. Now we move to a TV show. Well, and we have a shit ton of them. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, Listen, we, we want to plan this out. And he's like, this is, first of all, he goes, uh, I, I want to do, you know, at least three movies, but maybe more. But he's also talking about doing a television show nice. as well. He says he wants to look at it because he thinks that they did a great job. The television show is awesome. That's phenomenal. Yeah. I love that show. And I, I'm watching it now. I think it still holds up really well. Um, so he's, he's looking at the whole thing and realizing this is what we can do with this. Let's plan out the movies, maybe work in TV shows, and not get stuck in a corner like they did with the first one. So that's actually what's taking so long, because they have a story they want to tell, but they're trying to work out the rest of it. First of all, that makes me feel a little better about the reboot. Um, I mean, if it was up to me, they'd bring back Adrian Paul, because, I mean, the man barely ages, and uh, I, I just love him. He's awesome. Well, he's he is an immortal. Him. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, and he really was Duncan McLeod. I mean, especially since he's not really done anything else since then. <laughs> right. Um, uh, which is sad, because, you know, I mean, you, you could... Uh, I, I think he's a good actor. Uh, you could see in the in the very beginning, uh, maybe he was kind of learning, because he hadn't done that much, but I'm at three seasons in, and I think he, he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. So, um I, I really don't want to see that character go away and that actor playing him. Uh, but if they're going to really create a full universe on this, I'm on board, especially with a TV show. Um, let's give Highlander a proper thought, plan it out, and give us a great franchise this time. It's one of the few times I've not been really against a reboot because I can see what they can do. They can do what they didn't do before because they didn't know how far it was going to go. Right, because, I mean, it wasn't originally, like, the first one... That was written as, like, an assignment for a film class or something? Like the uh, first I actually Highlander. don't know that, so... 
Yeah. Um, but it, it very, it very possibly, uh, well, uh, may have. Uh, but I do know that it was kind of written as a, as one a one and done. Yeah, a standalone. Yeah. Yeah, and and they continued that and kept backing themselves into corners. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about it, and uh, I, I'm hoping that it ends up being really good. Nope. Next up, oh, I actually at one point wasn't Ryan Reynolds attached to that too? Wasn't he? I, be, I believe so. Yeah, but I think that that would be a bad idea. Yeah, I think you gotta go either like you said, bring Adrian Paul back, find a way with that with him somewhere in there, or do the same idea again, go with a relatively unknown. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm I'm not even sure that you don't uh, do two different uh, characters. Um, between the movie and the TV show. I think that gives you a lot of freedom. Um, and keep continue keeping them in the clouds. They could still be Connor and Duncan. I don't think there's an issue there. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I say stay with the stay with what works. Yeah, absolutely. Just maybe introduce Duncan into it in the original narrative. Yes, and so. make sure that we're aware that there are thousands or hundreds of thousands yeah. of immortals out there um, so, who could become... So, so does the new catchphrase become there can be only one at a time? <laughs> uh, you, you know, I, I don't know what they... Well, the, that catchphrase was fine, even when there were tons of them, because they're saying, I have to kill you, because in the end, there can be only one of us. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is the first movie took that... The first movie was basically the last movie, and then the right. second movie was the last movie, and then the third movie was the last movie, and then, yeah. oh, shit, I've got a cousin. <laughs> He's still alive. I totally forgot about him. Yeah, so you can't wrap it up in the first movie. It's basically no. what it's got to be. And, and it doesn't need to be. In fact, I don't think we ever need to see the end of that because um, the explanation they give for the quickening, and they, they kind of show that in Highlander 2, what, what that was for Connor. Um, I almost think leave it more nebulous. I don't need to know what that is. I can see the final one in the, in the final installment of the series, show the lightning show, and this is the quickening, and this is him being the one. I don't really need to know what that is. Right. No, you do it like they did in the TV show. You get the, like, once you kill one, you get the little buzz and you keep going. Because there are so many more. Yeah, but even even when you get to the end of that, I'm, I, what I'm saying is we don't need to see the character after he's he's the final No, movie. because like you're saying, that's it. Yeah, that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Anything you do after that, after that is going to pale in comparison to what came before it. Right. Yeah. Moving on. Who are you going to call back? I don't know if you saw this, but Jason Reitman, he is the son of Ivan Reitman, uh, the man who uh, made the first uh, few Ghostbusters movie, has released a teaser and let us know that there is going to be a new Ghostbusters movie in 2020. Now, this teaser shows the old Ecto in a barn, somebody's working on a proton pack, but here's the big deal. He had nothing but praise for the uh, all-female-led Ghostbusters reboot and said that they did a fantastic job, but this is set in the original timeline in the original universe. So for all intents and purposes, though I'm sure by today's marketing standards they won't call it this, this is Ghostbusters 3. Right. It will be following a new group of people because the originals are all old now, but Ernie Hudson confirmed, I believe, yesterday that everybody's in. That means all of the original cast who are still involved. with us. Yes. yes, who are still with us. So, I, And I'm hoping that they have not just cameos. It sounds like they're going to have a larger part. Um, and it kind of makes sense, too. You'd have the young kids going out and busting ghosts, uh, but you'd still have uh, you know, Dan Aykroyd there working in the uh, the lab, coming right. up with new stuff. Um, the, the only... I don't even know if this is a bad thing. I actually liked the Ghostbusters reboot. I just didn't like the fact that it, it was a, a total reboot. I think that they could have come back um, within the same universe, and they could have picked up the mantle because, you know, there were no ghosts for a long time, and then all of a sudden ghosts are back, but those guys are too old. Uh, it's sad because they had some neat ideas there that they're going to have to drop now. Um, I expect, well, Some of the weapons were really cool. I mean, you I might... I haven't seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, you get, you get, I'll 
uh, a proton like gun. That one girl had these fist things that nice. you know, she could punch the ghosts. I mean, it's stuff that you might think is silly when you first uh, hear about it, but after watching the movie, I was like, those are really exciting sequences, regardless of what I thought about those toys when I first heard about them. Um, but yeah, oh, and um, uh, Chris Hemsworth was awesome in that movie. He was so funny. <laughs> he was the secretary, right? Yeah, he was okay. really, really dumb but attractive, and that's why they hired him. Yeah. Uh, he did uh, great in that. I, but, you know, I understand what they want to do. Because I, mean, I, I was also like, you know, I miss the old universe. Um, it's it's tough, though, because after the the last Halloween movie, which was great, uh, it's you're allowed now to ignore your sequels and reboots and start over. Puts us in a nebulous place uh, continuity-wise, but uh, at least we're getting the guys back together. Yeah. And now they all are on board, because I, the first article I saw said that the guys basically said... I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, Ernie Ernie Hudson confirmed yesterday that everybody's in. He didn't go into more detail, but no. we know Dan Aykroyd was working on this treatment, and he's been uh, right. writing. Um, I mean, after that, if Ernie Hudson's in, I mean, out of the people that really matter... We need uh, Bill. Yeah. And it, given... It, that al- always depends on the way they do it. Um, but he said he, he would come back if they killed him. He's always said that. Okay. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh I, I think the other other thing you have to think of, I, I don't know if any of the other um, ancillary characters will come back. I mean, Rick Moranis really doesn't act anymore. Right, no. Um, I, but we'll see how it all... And Sigourney Weaver's, you know, kind of acting a lot again, popping up in, in places. So I, I think it's a good chance if they do the story right, I mean, you've got the son of the guy who originally did it. It sounds like they're lining it up so the people that love the franchise that, that worked we'll on it originally... Yeah, I mean, I can understand them not wanting to go with... Uh, it was Paul Fagg, I think, who did the uh, the reboot. Mm-hmm. I can understand them not wanting to go with a brand new team, but if it's the original gang and they, they have input and such, they might be more willing to do it. Nice. It's kind of like if we re- rebooted GeekPod as GeekPod Reloaded, except you were Andrew and I was Laura. That would be a terrible idea. I know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to come back and work on the show. No. You know? But if we rebooted it and it was you and me, I would definitely work on the show again. Yeah. I'm down with that because I'd be here, and we—I mean, we'd have the same production team, so that'd be good. Exactly, that would I be mean, great. The same monkeys banging on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. I can work with that. Next up, stack the deck. Confirmed. This is confirmed now. Netflix is rebooting Unsolved Mysteries. I saw this yesterday, and I just yes. shouted into the mic. <laughs> nice. Sorry. I'm very excited about that. The original creator, Terry Dunn Muir, says that he hopes to have new episodes ready for release by the end of 2019. Now, for those of you who don't know what Unsolved Mysteries was, it was a show hosted by Robert Stack, originally, and then Dennis Farina in the Spike reboot. Oh, and, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, well, those were good, too. And Dennis Farina's okay, but he's no Robert Stack. Uh, but they would uh, basically have dramatis- dramatizations of unsolved mysteries, you know, people disappearing, murders, things like that, and at, at the end of the dramatization, they're saying, hey, this is the person we're looking for, here's who you can call, things like that. They solved tons of uh, crimes and mysteries over the uh, run of the show, and it came to Amazon uh, Prime Video, the streaming service, uh, last year, and people were like, I love this. I even jumped on board, started watching the seasons. I mean, it, it, it was a little old, it was dated, but it was still very interesting. Now, uh, because of that resurgence, they're like, yeah, you know, it looks like we're going to be coming back. Uh, I can't wait myself. I'm really looking forward to that. And finally, swimming to the top. I don't know if you know this, but Aquaman hit one billion worldwide in the past week. Wow. Uh, yeah, which uh, it's already gross. It grossed more than uh, Justice League in like its first two weeks. Outstanding. Um, have you seen Aquaman? I have not yet. Aquaman is freaking awesome. That's what I keep hearing. 
Yeah, it is a fantastic movie. Um, they did a great job. Now, because of its success, the Warner Brothers Picture Group chairman, Toby Emmerich, says, we're far less focused on a shared universe. We take it one movie at a time, which, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Warner Brothers can't figure out what the hell they want to do with these superheroes. Um, as you know, we have a, a Joker movie separated from the universe with yeah. Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker. I think they have another Joker movie in the, the works. We have Birds of Prey, which is starring Harley Quinn, which doesn't actually make sense if you read the comics, but okay, I, I love Margot uh, Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn, so willing to give it a shot. If The Flash ever comes out, if, um, yeah. that would be great. And we're supposedly getting a Batman movie, but it might be a different Batman. That's um, what I'm hearing now. Yeah, they're yeah. separating everything or just not worrying about continuity, which I understand, except that's what you guys did. Right. For years, okay? Marvel shows you how it's done. You start to try to copy them and then give up because Justice League failed. Um, Justice League didn't fail because people don't want a shared universe. Justice League failed. Well, I shouldn't say. I mean, it was that and Batman v Superman. Those movies failed because of poor decisions made in the writing, um, some of it in the directing. Uh, that wasn't the fault of the people wanting not wanting that shared universe. Right. In fact, seeing Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman all together was freaking awesome. That was the best part of those movies. Yes. And now they're saying, oh, well, you know what? We're not going to worry about the best part of those movies. We're going to kind of do our own thing. Um, it's great that they are going to be focused on the individual characters, but I guess the thing that gets me is you can make three Aquaman movies and not have to worry about freaking continuity with other movies. Unless you're destroying the world or something. I mean, Marvel has to worry about it, you know, because in Avengers Infinity War, Thanos killed half the people in the universe. Okay, you have to be cognizant of that. Um, Unless you do something like that, I mean, this Aquaman movie was mostly dealing with Atlantis. The next one probably will, you know, it's, it's not necessary to even worry about that. But it almost seems like by saying this, they're, they're not even going to look at it. They're, they're not going to try to keep some of the same actors in place. I, I think it's a bad choice. Uh, I don't think that's why Aquaman is great. It's not because it's separate from the rest of the universe. Aquaman's great because it's a great movie, period. Good story, good acting, good special effects. Outstanding. I've still got to get out to it. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how that's going to work, but that's the news, kids. Now, I need to go see if the USD website has completed their classification of our brand new meat product, the Hamburger. Have you heard about this? I'm really excited about it. That way I know the difference between choice prime and organic hamburger. I really want to know before I feed it to my family. So, Oh, never mind. They're shut down too. Paul? And I think that's a good time to, to pause for a, a break in the show and possibly some, some words from our, air quotes, sponsors. Air quotes, quotes don't work on radio. <laughs> Dude, don't stroke the mic like that again. It's creepy. <laughs> Your eyes say different. (laughs) We'll be right back, guys. Hello, everyone. I'm Al Sedano, host of Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. Over the last few years, this show has covered Adam's life. From his early appearances in Fantastic Four and Thor, to his run as Space Jesus on Counter-Earth. Now, we have made it midway through the 1970s and Jim Starlin's iconic run on the character. The Magus, Gamora, Pip the Troll, and Adam finally meeting Thanos. Speaking of Thanos, we haven't forgotten about him. 
we will soon be starting our coverage of Starlin's hardcover graphic novel, The Infinity Relativity, starring Thanos. So join me, along with my regular co-hosts, John Wilson and Brian Zeno, as well as others, on Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. Found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Resurrections Adam Warlock tumblr.com and we are back and we have a couple different products to review today paul yes yes we do um our good friends at smart cups um has sent out a box of uh product for us to try now I'm probably going to step all over this. You were just going to ask me what Smart Cups is, weren't you? Yeah, I was going to say, Paul, what is a Smart Cup? To me, that sounds like a cup with a screen in it that I can visit Facebook on. That would be awesome. But no, that's not this. Uh, what these are is these are it, energy drinks. It would be awesome until I had to turn it sideways in order to watch a video <laughs> on Portrait <laughs> Landscape. <laughs> and that's where your smart paper towels come in. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Look at We're on something. Or not. Um, but anyway, Smart Cups are a new energy drink. And what it does, from what, what I've seen, is um, you get sent packages of 9-ounce cups okay, um, that have the flavor printed onto the bottom. Printed? That's what I hear. They print them onto these cups, which we have not opened these cups yet. They look like to be biodegradable plastic cups. One use, one and done. Okay. Um, what I'm seeing is they are packs of five per flavor. They sent us three flavors. They sent us Pucker Up Brain Boost which is a blend of lemonade and berry. Okay. They also... I can't see that one. It's obscured from my view right now. Uh, sent us Brilliant Berry Margarita Blast, okay. which is a berry flavor, I'm assuming. We don't have that package on the table. We're, we're trying uh, the, the Pucker Up, and we're trying the Magna Cum Latte coffee drink. Now, I am going to go ahead and read the back of this. Is that okay, Paul? Please do. What makes a cup smart? Just add water and our cool little vessel stirs itself into the delicious, thirst-quenching energy drink of the future. Like we said, smart, right? Fill the smart cup with water and watch the fizz. After the fizz is slowed, drink it down and feel the energy of smart cups. And it says hashtag drink the future at smartcups.com. So if you want to learn more about this, uh, you can apparently you can check them out on Twitter and also at their website. Um, this is very interesting. I can't wait to try this, Paul. All right, so what do you say we, we bust into them and uh, we let the fizzing begin? So I am opening up the coffee one. Uh, Paul is doing the uh, berry and lemonade one, the pucker and brain boost. Uh, I can smell the coffee when I smell the bat. Oh, wow. That's very strong. Um, are they wrapped? Oh, they're wrapped in plastic. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, while he's trying to open his, I'm opening up. I'm getting a very strong alcohol smell out of this one, actually. Really? Smell that. I can't smell it. Maybe it's just me. Wait, the bag. It's because it's sealed, the bag. Ah, uh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah. It smells boozy. It I, does? I, I could get into that. Okay, now this is interesting because I wasn't sure what printing the flavor on the cup meant. Uh, when I look at it, this must be just the uh, cup. The dumb cup, it. remember. Yes. <laughs> uh, it almost looks like a honeycomb of uh, maybe pressed powder or something yeah i can see they, they use a 3d printer for this i'm assuming okay so yes it smells very strongly of coffee um i'm gonna go ahead and pour my water in now there is a fill line on there that you're supposed to fill oh, yeah, too it says. 
says this label is not uh, this unit not labeled for individual sale. All right, I have taken the one off of the bottom, so I didn't even have to disturb my dump cup. Okay, you fill to that line right there. All right, got it. All right, so Hugh is filling at the moment. I should probably be taking pictures of this because we're going to post pictures on the website and on our Facebook. Hurry up, dude. I can only fill no, so no, slowly. You, there's another one that we can fill, so I'll be prepared for you to fill the, the punch one. So do your thing. Okay, and that is definitely fizzing. All right, and now here we're going to fill up this one. It's fizzing like Alka-Seltzer. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but okay. I'm doing the responsible thing and putting the rest of these back. Yeah, definitely a good idea. I get the feeling you would not want to store these in a humid area. Humid, if you're from New York City. Humid. Humid? Yeah, they don't use H's very much in New York. Yeah. Oh. Well, they, they don't use G's very much in Washington, apparently. So. Really? Yeah. What are you referencing there? Hamburgers. Oh, oh, <laughs> the hamburgers. <laughs> so, okay, this is fizzing. Uh, we're going to let this fizz, and while it's doing that, uh, we're going to talk about another product uh, that uh, we want to uh, talk about. We're going to talk about another product we want to talk about. That was a great sentence structure right mm -hmm. there. And, Paul, you, you aren't even aware of this, so I'm, I'm just putting this so. on you. Uh, so, uh, we've all talked about how I uh, embraced streaming as far as television goes, and I've been using PlayStation View for about two years. Um, I, I no longer am. And not because there's anything wrong with the product. View is a great product. My issue was they keep raising the prices. I was up to like $55 a month. Whew. They've removed channels, not added them. And I was looking at what we were watching, and th there was a handful of shows we were watching uh, on there, and it just wasn't worth it anymore. I, I just I want I wanted to look for alternatives, so I started looking around, and everybody has a thing now. Sling TV, you've got Direct TV now. Um, there there are lots of different options, but I found what I think is great for somebody who is not interested in sports. I could care less. I'm not even going to watch the Super Bowl. What I found was something called Philo TV. Now, Philo was originally developed uh, for universities. It was an idea of giving um, entertainment channels uh, to students at a really low price at uh, you know in their dorms and things like that. And it's now available to the public. Uh, what's great about Philo is they have two pricing tiers. One is sixteen dollars a month. One is twenty dollars a month. Okay, that's it. Okay, twenty bucks. So I, I'm going with the twenty. Twenty dollars a month. Packed full of entertainment channels, AMC, uh, most uh, the, the big emissions, there's no FX, but there are other ways that you can watch those shows as well. They, they also have their own, yeah. yeah. Um, the idea is that if you're not into sports or really news, because they have no news, it's all packed with entertainment. Uh, it's, what's great is we've got back the Viacom channels, you know, we have Nickelodeon now, Ooh. we have the MTVs, which we lost. I had to give up Disney, but Disney's going to have a streaming service soon that I may have to pay for where I'll be able to access all of that anyway. And uh, so far, we are thrilled. In fact, my wife uh, is really happy with the interface. Like, she never talk. I'll go, hey, this interface is really cool, and she'll look at me like, what the fuck, it's TV. Right. Um, she actually said to me after a few days, she's like, I really like the way this works better. Now, what we did, because uh, it's not there's no Android app for it yet, but it is available for Android TV, uh, we tested it out on my Nexus, um, and then I went and I bought a Fire Stick. And I hooked the Fire Stick up directly because you can get an adapter to directly plug Ethernet in. So I had to put an Ethernet hub in, in my uh, living room so I have a spot for my PlayStation and a spot for this Fire Stick. Part of the reason I wanted to do this was price. Part of it was uh, I my PlayStation 4 has served as our entertainment center for so long, and I'm worried about it dying. Right. You know, it's on 24 hours a day. This takes that load off my PlayStation because on the Fire Stick, 
we have Philo for our TV, but we also have our Netflix, our Amazon video, all the other stuff. In fact, right. PlayStation only goes on for me to game now. That's it. As in fact, should. I'm even able to use my media center uh, because I, I'm using, um, wow, uh, Plex. I'm using oh, Plex yes. as my media center, so all the stuff I have on my computer, which, by the way, Plex is freaking awesome. Yes, it is. You've got to set things up in the right folders or it gets really screwy, but mm-hmm. when it works, it's really cool. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Philo is awesome. Uh, it, the only drawback I found is that if you watch something in video on demand, it will force like a minute commercial at okay. the beginning. Um, and there's a little timer that shows that. But if you've DVR'd, if it's from the DVR, which you have unlimited DVR for like 30 days, uh, so it you know it'll keep your shows for 30 days. Uh, if it's something that you've recorded, then you know you don't have any commercials. So in video, people complain about that, but video on demand, even on other platforms, usually have commercials right. in them. Uh, so I don't really think it's that different. It's a little confusing as to what's video on demand and what isn't. Uh, you kind of got to read up on it. You have to learn just a little bit about it. Uh, but I love the fast forward feature. I mean, you literally click a button and it keeps jumping ahead 10 seconds. Nice. Yeah. So no so guessing. So jumping through your commercials, be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's super easy. Um, when you save something, you literally save the entire show. So if I record Married with Children, it saves everything. And it mixes those in with the on-demand stuff. Nice. So you're getting all the seasons, not just the current stuff. That's can, cool. Yeah, it can be a little confusing, but it's it's also neat at the same time. Once mm-hmm. you learn how it works, um, I, I'm really happy with it. I've had no streaming issues whatsoever. I actually have been watching regular TV, because usually I only watch TV when we sit down to watch the shows we normally watch. I've been watching um, a lot of... Uh, you know, beach life, all those shows where they're trying to find a, a house on the uh, the ocean. Yeah. I, I love those things. And, um, I mean, I literally stopped watching regular TV for a very long time. I'm actually back to doing that when I have some free time uh, because Philo makes it easy. Nice. So I definitely check it out. Uh, like I said, 16, they have a free trial. Uh, free trial lasts, I think, three or five days with no credit card, just your phone number. And if you give them your... Uh, credit card they'll extend it for a few more days to make it a seven a day trial um like i said 16 or 20 dollars a month you cannot beat that price if the if it includes all the channels you need um you can watch on i believe up to three screens at a time while they don't have an android app yet they're working on it and you can access it through the web browser you can use the chrome browser on an android device to access it other phones like apple phones have an application for it um and and one of the greatest things is the ceo of this company regularly interacts with people on the the philo tv reddit awesome in fact i threw a question out there the other day on a post that was over a month old and within two hours he had personally responded to me this was on new year's day wow he had responded to my question so they are are really in touch with their customers and i think this company is going to go somewhere i like it all right get on board now before it's like cool with all the that's hipsters. philo p-h-i-l-o and paul i believe our drinks have stopped fizzing all right so that means it's uh time for me to correct my spelling and then um you know speak into the mic um <clears throat> so we're gonna do a little taste testing here now i'll say uh the look is interesting while your um your drink uh looks about the way i would expect it's a little translucent yellow uh, i thought the coffee one would be a little darker yeah I, I, i've been watching that and it almost looks more like a tea yeah, like but, but it's the flavor that counts. That's what she said. <laughs> so let's go ahead and... All right, so he, Hugh is grabbing his uh, his, his coffee-flavored coffee, taking a little sip, a little sippy poo. All the flavor is actually very strong, despite the... Is it? Uh, yeah. All right, now, my and like he said, my, my, my uh, pucker-up um, lemonade 
drink looks like a lemonade, like as you would Absolutely. expect, an opaque lemonade. I don't know why I'm talking so much. Like I don't want to try this. I really just want to put try it, it in your mouth, Paul. Can't be the first time you've heard that. That's what he said. That is definitely a lemonade, but not as strong as I was expecting after you played up the coffee thing. We are going to do the the French romantic twist thing. Now I don't like coffee, so this is probably not going to go well for me. But you see what I mean? That's kind of actually. I think it's. I think it's plenty strong. This is a very coffee flavored smelling coffee yeah. drink. I get the coffee. I, I get don't, some cream. I don't like coffee, but that's actually good. Yeah. Like that's actually really good. It's weird to be drinking coffee that looks like water. Mm-hmm. And it's giving it. us energy at the same point. So now I'll be able to... I was going to say... Edit this and get it out today? <laughs> oh, yeah. We should be able to because there hasn't been any, like, drastic measures. But you mean fuck-ups? Yeah. Okay. And now this is where we dump these drinks on the board or something, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Um, wait. I mean, this is where punctuation matters. I'm pretty, comma, and impressed, or I'm pretty impressed? I'm pretty impressed, no oh. comma. I liked it better the other way. It sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, Smart Cups, uh, this is definitely something to check out. Uh, do you know what they're pricing these at, Paul? Yes, I do, because Fantastic. I believe... Maybe I don't. Um, I believe this set they sent us, which was um, two packs each of the flavors of the, fi- the five-pack pouches. So that's 15 drinks, 30 drinks. 30 drinks. 30 drinks, because uh, they're five-pack cups and, you know, math. Um, You're welcome. Thanks. Um, for, I believe this was $70. Okay. Um, but I think they're d- running big sales because what in the email, which I can't check here because I don't have my Geekpad email on my phone, um, w- was like a, a significant discount to begin with. And like it was only going to be charged $25, but then they obviously comped us. Yeah. Thank you, Smart Cups, by the way. Thank you. Um, we will have to report back on the third flavor at another time because we're not going to out another one at this point but uh we were both planning to bring okay. these well he's all about it now listen to him go you keep all talking right. i'm going to keep talking about smart cups um because I, i'm really impressed and th- this is a company out of uh california they're uh, fairly new very very responsive too like all of this happened through facebook like i sent them a facebook message and was like hey um do you want to give us stuff and they were like yeah yeah we do um and now did were you able to go to their website and look at their stuff when I, I sent it to you, or did you just Google it? Like uh, I, I just Googled it. Smart Cups. Actually, a funny story. <laughs> yeah. Paul said Google Smart Cups. We were doing a product review, Google Smart Cups. So I proceeded to look for Google Smart Cups. Because as I presented it, that's exactly what it said. Because I was like, we're reviewing a product. And then I sent another text that just said, Google Smart Cups. Not like, hey, you should Google Smart Cups. It just said, Google Smart Cups. And the way I capitalized it made it look like it was a product. Yeah, so I didn't find anything for Google Smart Cups. I did run across these, and I thought, well, this must be something different, but I thought it was very interesting, and yeah. I told my wife about it last night. I'm like, hey, check this out. This is what this company is doing. This is really cool. Um, oh, that's a very pretty shade of, like, lavender, I guess? Lavender's more purple, my friend. Oh. I, I really, would call that um, magenta. I struggle with the different shades of purple. Oh. I really do. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was being offensive to your you, your you disability oh, stop it <laughs> um you know and that comes off as so fake because that's the opposite of me i'm like i'm the one that will make fun of disabled people so and that's not true either i'm 
I'm fairly decent about that. Fairly decent. I, I will laugh when old people fall. I'm not. But you will lie. follow them around from store to store, stealing their parking spots, right? Well, totally. Yes. <laughs> hey, that person was not disabled. You don't know that. She got out and yelled at me. Remember? You I still yelled. don't know well, that. There could have been something different. Yeah. She could have been non-binary for all I know. Exactly. <laughs> That's not a disability, Paul, and that's oh, offensive. I, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with offending people. So we're going to let this fizz up. Yes. What else do we have on the uh, docket, Paul? See, every time someone says that, and I work at a law firm, so I shouldn't go to this immediately, but I, I don't think of, you know, law work. I think of Creed and not the, the Rocky movie, the band. Okay. Something about uh, no appeal on the docket today. Oh, yeah. My own prison. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I always go to that. Um, I think I have a title for the episode. You may not like it. What is it? I think we're going to call it non-binary. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, but that that reference is a story I told you off-air that I, I'm not going to repeat on the air. Absolutely not. You're definitely not going to put that on the air. Yeah, but it's... Um, I don't think it really makes... I think we can come up with something better, can't we? I don't know. It just really like makes me laugh. Because it doesn't make any sense to anything. <laughs> you could call it Google Smart Cups, I bet we'll get a lot of hits on the internet. On the internet. Just from Google. Yes. People looking for stuff on Google or looking for Google things. Google, Google. Or we might get a cease and desist. Oh, that's a possibility, too. Um, we'll figure it out. That's Are we not, not able to use their... their I mean, I, their name is trademarked. We can't say we're backed by Google, but we can't just say Google? Well, we can say we're backed by Google, but it'd be a filthy lie. Oh, that's true. That's, that's true. But we're not backed by Google. Anyway... So I asked you about go-to movies. Yes. Did that make any sense to you, first of all? Uh, well, either go-to as in this is the movie that I go to in this situation, or getting up off your butt and going to a movie. Okay, you were in the first one. Like, I kind of thought I was. I usually am. Here we go again. Um, Prove me wrong. Give me a minute. <laughs> I'll come up with something. It might be a couple you episodes from now. all the time you need, Paul. <laughs> You'll get a random text at 2 in the morning. <laughs> like, hey! Anyway, um, <clears throat> so I, I was just thinking the other day that there's just randomly certain times of year for me that there's a, a specific movies that I, I need to turn on. Okay. Is that just me being weird, or do you have things like that, too, where you just there's certain movies, like, every year, maybe not like, like me, like, okay, this is October 30th, so I have to watch this movie. But are there ones where you're like, okay, well... I haven't seen this movie in a year. I'm turning it on. Well, you being weird in general and you being weird in this are two separate things. I assume you want me to comment uh, in the uh, vein of, of the movie. Yes. Um, but uh, I, I don't think that's weird. Some people are like that. Uh, like, my wife always wants to watch the same Christmas movies. And, of course, you know, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas is a big Halloween thing. So uh, my kids are all about that. Uh, me, personally, no. I have some go-to movies that I like to watch every few years. One of them being, like we talked about earlier, Highlander, which kind of kicked off this whole, hey, I'm going to watch everything in order. Um and like my fa I don't usually like comedies, but my favorite comedy is Waiting. And oh my god, I, I love that movie. When I, whenever I, you know, a lot of times I like to introduce people to that movie because it's such a great movie. But um, overall, I don't really have go-to movies. But I think it's a real concept. Okay. So this is going to be a very short, one-sided conversation then, if you don't have any of those. Okay. Although you kind of do, because like you said, you have, Waiting is like your your gateway movie with people. For com- yeah, yeah, it's like the only comedy movie I really like that much. See, and Clerks is that one for me. Like, if, if someone says they haven't seen a Kevin Smith movie, I'm like, oh, okay, sit down, we're going to watch Clerks. Yeah. And then you got to be like, so can you handle a black and white movie? Because some people can't. Which I, I mean, I, I do, I, 
I do watch some of those. Like I watch Clerks like once a decade. But it's it's it seems like you're 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 talking about a, on a more regular schedule. Almost yearly, yeah. Yeah, and I don't have anything that I have to watch yearly. Oh, I do. Like, I, and I think I've posted these on on Facebook before. Like October thirtieth, Devil's Night. Watch the Crow every year. Has to be done. Again, around Halloween, starting this year because I finally introduced it to the kids. Nightmare Before Christmas. Which now we're stuck on the soundtrack. They're still playing. Yeah, yeah. you did that to yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's not the worst of it. Madison's really big in the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack now. Mm. It's all hip-hop. Totally oh. not my thing. I, I finally It know sounds that. like you're in your own prison. Oh, look at that. Um, I finally know what a, a Post Malone is. What a Post Malone is? Yeah. I thought he was a guy that just got really scared on Ghost Adventures, but <laughs> apparently he's actually a, a, a music artist of some sort. Yeah. He, he looks like a homeless person. Yes, he does. A crazy homeless person. Kind of yeah. like the ones I see walking through downtown every day. Thought about making that a new topic on the show. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to... I, that's, that takes preparation, because I actually wanted to sketch out the people that I saw. Like, draw them? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because I don't feel right moving my phone out and taking pictures you of random draw? weird people. I'm not, like, super good. I'm, I'm functional. <laughs> Go ahead. Barely. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Like, I, I, can, I can make it work. What would be better is if I could like describe it to the kids and have them draw them. <laughs> oh, why don't you? That would be great. Uh, one of these people I've run into multiple times lately, and it's starting to freak me out. But why is he calling you, honey? No, it's a she. Oh, is she calling you, honey? No, no. I I only know it's her because I always see her from behind. Okay, so I guess we have to do this. We're <laughs> yeah, doing do we're it. doing the beginning of this segment now. That the people of downtown, I guess, we are creating this segment I'm right now live. So uh, she parks in the same parking lot I do. And so I have followed her out Wait, of the she's park. a homeless person who parks? No, I'm assuming she's not homeless. That oh, was just okay. one of the references. Oh, okay. Homeless guy is great. Homeless cape guy. We'll keep that for later on. Okay. But this one is, um, she is, um, African-American. Plus size. Has an interesting fashion sense. Um, but the thing that made me want to have her be a part of this is, um, she has very natural Afro style hair. Okay. Is that appropriate? Honestly, I'm not sure. Okay, I don't know. That's the only way I know how to. I, I I'm your your go to black person black person information because I'm married to a black woman. Well, Carlton's not here, so oh. I mean, <laughs> um, but what makes it odd about her is she has decided that she should um, dye her hair. I'm assuming used to be red, like fire engine red. Yeah. So walking down the street, she looks like a clown because <laughs> she's got that big poofy red. Hair that is now <laughs> that is now faded out to a pink. So literally, I, I feel like Krusty the Clown. She's like Ronald M. C. Donald. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so this and see, this is where the sketch would come out better. So you can see this because obviously, if I do this, I'm going to augment the picture and make it yeah. larger and probably give her clown shoes. Um, so so these are these are the things I see, and I and you know it's society wise not okay to whip your phone out and take pictures, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you can always pretend. You can just pull up your phone and be like, damn, where is that place? Snap. <laughs> uh, remember that got us in trouble before with VegDoc? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> oh, now, that's a way callback. That was pre-Hugh days. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least for the first part of it. 
Um, but I, I think we've vamped enough that we can try our drink now. All right. Now, what is this flavor? We're oh, we're, you're asking me. It is um, brilliant berry margarita blast. Yes, because it's printed on the cover. It's a blend of strawberry, blackberry, lime, and mint flavors. Interesting. Paul is smelling it. it smells like Kool Aid. Not gonna lie. The wild Paul is now tasting the drink, and it's good. Yeah, it, it's got a good mix of flavors. I like the. The lemonade better, personally. The pucker up punch. Oh, I, I, I actually like this better than lemonade. Yeah. It has a stronger flavor, if you ask me. But it's good. Now we've tried all three flavors. We've uh, fulfilled our obligation. And we're going to be crawling the walls after. Right. <laughs> I'll probably have to shovel anyway. So I wonder how much um, energy is actually in these. Like, Is one of these equivalent to like a monster? That would be a, a good question to find out. Yes, it would. Probably at... Smartcups.com. There we go. They have an FAQ section, and some of their answers are really fucking Hey, funny. Paul, do you think you could drop that on the table a little bit harder? Yes. Hold on. Is that better? Well, you, you did. You, you, At you least ma- we didn't spill it either. You, you, you made good on the request. Uh, but yeah, kids, go to their website and spend some money. This is interesting. Hopefully you'll be able to get a pro, uh, some kind of a deal on it. Um, did they offer any kind of uh, promo for listeners? No. Not this time. Uh, they're probably testing the waters with us right now. Okay. Which I don't like, we're anymore. testing their waters right oh, now. Oh, well, technically it's our water. It's just their... Yeah, their cups. Prince, yes. Have you ever drank water from somebody else's cup in your own house? Hmm. <laughs> um, uh, there could also have been a euphemism, and I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. that there was no euphemism there. God damn it. <laughs> I was just literally uh, talking about how odd it is to drink water in your own house from somebody else's cup. Hmm. Aren't they technically all somebody else's cup when you buy them? Well, when you bring them into your house, they become your cup. Yes, I'm drinking more of this. I like that. Go for it. All right. And uh, so, go-to movies we were talking about. Yes. Um, but again, like, I can't really ask you because you don't really have that. Oh, okay. Um, and I've been re-watching, like, I've been on, on this kick lately about re-watching old movies, like, digging out old ones that I only have copies of on DVD. Oh, wow. Um, I put in Boondock Saints the other day. Okay. And... Um, figured out why I love that movie so much again. And I have a new appreciation for Willem Dafoe in it now, like rewatching it after all these years. Have you ever seen Boondock Saints? Please don't um, say no. I want I, you to be honest. I, I, I don't know that I've seen it, but I feel like, because it is an older movie, I might have watched it on video when it first came out. Um, but I don't, I honestly don't remember. It was really good. And if you haven't and you want to, well, you can probably find it anywhere at this point. Wasn't um, Norman Reedus in that movie? Yes. Okay. No, I'm in. Because they all have Irish accents in it, even though they're supposed to be from Boston, which now that I said that out loud, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. There was a point in time where I would watch movies that were um, critically acclaimed that weren't in the genre that I like. Um, I don't do that anymore. Uh, but, you know, speaking of Willem Dafoe, uh, I got to tell you, I was really happy with Aquaman. Because oh, that's right, because he I, plays Volko. Yeah, I, I've seen, he's been in so many movies where he's a bad guy or a weirdo or something like that. It was nice to finally see him get to play a good guy. It's been so long since I've seen him play a good guy. I, I feel. I mean, so he, I, he stays a good guy in that. Uh, I, don't, I hope I'm not spoiling anything there. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he does, okay. and, and it's it, for once, it's nice to see his character not be duplicitous. Because I kind of start whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, he's evil. Like the man, Willem Dafoe is evil because he only ever plays right. bad roles. So. Uh, it's it's nice to see him be able to do something else because he definitely is capable. Yeah. Um, watch Boondock Saints. If for nothing else, for his character in that. I, I definitely won't, just so you know. 
Not because I don't take your, your recommendation seriously, but I have too many things I have to watch already. Maybe we might have to make it something for an episode. That we watch a movie during an episode? Well, That's going to be great for the uh, the people. We, we've, we've discussed this before, remember? Our plan for Vulgar, which was fully um, endorsed oh, yes. by the writer-director. I don't think that was said on an episode, though, so... We may okay. also have been imbibing alcohol at the same time. That's, so a, that's a possibility. Should I just say it now? Because we yeah. haven't even referenced the the fact that we hung out with this person for all day. Go for it. He was like our buddy. Um, Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave um, and Comic Book Men fame. Um, we, we had the opportunity to hang out with him, and that's an upcoming episode, which will be out before a year passed. Um, technically, a calendar year has passed. but Yes, true, true. Um and we were we were hanging out with him because for whatever reason he decided at that con that we were his buddies like we were his friends for that day that's kind of like validation isn't it it is yeah. especially for me and i handled myself well you did i thought you were going to be a little pansy boy kind of like the whole ming chen thing yeah yeah okay. <laughs> um but no i mean it was cool like we I, I did do some fanboyish shit. Like, he wanted to go to the bar, and he offered to buy us drinks. Because there was a, a bar in yeah. at the con. And I had to do the fanboy thing and, and, and force him to let me pay for his drink. Yeah, that, that was that was kind of dumb. But yeah, okay. and, and I was... He handled it well. Yeah. And I and he did pay for the next round after that, like he wanted to. Because I wasn't going to... Because, you know, that. he has the money to do that. Right. And we don't. So, I did that for you guys. That's a total lie. That doesn't even sound... <laughs> But anyway, in our discussions, we were talking about how, you know, I mean, because Brian created this movie, Vulgar. He yeah. wrote it, he directed it. I don't think he has a part in the movie, but, and, and it's a weird fucking movie from what I understand. Yeah. And we were talking about it, and I, and I said to Hugh, I turned to him, because we were standing at the bar, I believe. Yeah. I turned to Hugh, I was like, you know what? I said, we should, you know, watch Vulgar and like do a whole episode on it. And Brian goes, that would be fucking cool. I'd listen to that. And I was just like, okay, well, I mean, there we go. That's <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. So, you know, remember that? You know, we're going to have to talk about my memory one of these days. So, both of us have poor memory. Well, I'm just discovering that I'm having a... Uh, Apparently one of those days is right now. Okay. No, no, it's... it's uh, I, I'm finding that uh, I have a, a... I don't know if it's a memory problem or exactly what it is, but... Um, like, I literally, I know that events happened uh, in my past, but, I mean, if you, I mean, even, my, my wife will ask me about, you know, something that happened when Avery was born, and I can only remember the broad strokes. I don't remember how I felt. Um, we, I we talked about this that day, not on okay, mic, okay, but I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, so I'm, I'm finding, I mean, I don't feel like uh, I'm in any trouble here, or I hope it's not anything degenerative or whatever, um, but I'm finding that my whole life is like that. And, like, I, I remember, now that you bring it up, I remember, but, I mean, that was hanging out with a big celebrity. It was just a few months ago, and I really should remember that. Um, but, yeah, I just, I have a really hard time recalling those things. It's almost like the information's there, it gets locked away in a little box, because I don't really need it, mm -hmm. and then when you ask me to access it, I have no idea what you're talking about it until you, are talking about it until you remind me. Mm -hmm. I mean, most guys are forgetful, but my wife is actually at the point where she has recognized that my brain doesn't quite work like hers does, and she's not holding it against me anymore. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, it took a long time because she thought, I, you know, you just don't listen to me, and I'm like, I swear to God, that's not the case. <laughs> right. Um, but I literally can't remember things uh, until I'm reminded of them. I don't know. Maybe that's scary. Maybe that's just 
the way my... I like to think that there's just too much shit in my head and my brain can't keep track of it all. There you go. But... Your filing location. Yes, I'm watching the time as well. Uh, you didn't have to say that on mic. I was just going to go like this. No, that's all right. I'm, I'm, I am watching, and it's and it's for a valid reason. Like, he has a business meeting after this. Like, I have a business he's, he's meeting. He's taking... Shut up. I'm, I'm vamping. <laughs> I, I had to get up today, get ready, take Lana to work. Um, she works at Wendy's now. She had to work at 8 a.m., run here, record the show, and I have to pick her up at 11. It's now 1027. So, so very short window of time for me today. This actually is probably what I'm going to be working with from now on, just so you hey, know. that works. It, ke- it keeps us... And it keeps uh, us honest. Yeah. yeah. All right, so do you have anything else? Do I'm we want good. to wrap it up? It's, it's, it's time to bring it home, Paul. <clears throat> All right, and I'm going to prepare myself for this because this is not a fun topic. Um, so my WTF um, pertains to Madison. And now as soon as I say that, everyone's butthole clenches because everyone knows at this point what's going on with Madison. It's nothing like that. Um, we're, we're, we're dealing with um, biology now that shouldn't we shouldn't be dealing with yet. Mm. Um, my, my little Madison's not so little anymore. Um, and <laughs> I, I realized the other day that now, um, she has to wear bras. Really? Yeah. Wait, no, at her age, no way. Yeah. So it really hit home when we went down to one of her appointments. We had to go see an endocrinologist because... Your reaction was our reaction because wow, this is happening way too fast. Um, so we're sitting in the appointment and they got Madison up on the table, and she's just hanging out talking and blah 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 about being Madison. And so the doctor's like, "All right, enough of this bullshit. You know, we gotta get going." And uh, <laughs> so we're sitting there, and um, she, uh, the doctor says, uh, "Madison, can you, you know, can you take your shirt off so we can get ready?" Madison looks at the doctor and he goes, sure, and just whips her shirt off like it's spring break. She's already ready for college. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I had the uh, the good times to uh, sit there and watch as they, you know, measured her breasts and as she's sitting there talking about My Little Ponies. That must have been incredibly awkward, Paul. I'm sorry. And on that note, Megabyte Me Bitches. This has been a GeekPod Network production. Show notes and links to our social media can be found on our webpage, www.geekpod.com. That's G33KPOD.com. Want to help us out? Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Reviews really help keep us on the charts. Thanks, guys, and see you next time.